The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented today by MyFrontPageStory.com. Father's Day is just five short days away. You can still get them the greatest Father's Day gift of all time. You literally talk to a writer for 10 minutes about your dad. Tell him how great he is. Maybe your brother or sister do as well. He writes this awesome story. You give your dad a framed copy of the story. Looks like it's on the cover of your local newspaper. And your dad gets choked up as he reads it. And it's a gift he remembers, reads finally, reads often, and remembers forever. MyFrontPageStory.com. He is Steve Fezzik. He is the star of the show, even though I really like it when I do better than you, Steve, on NFL betting. It's very fun for me. At Fezzik Sports is his Twitter handle, and only at Fezzik Sports. I still see some of you every once in a while tweeting at Real Steve Fezzik. That's an imposter. That guy should be arrested. Do not tweet or reach out to at Real Steve Fezzik. The only real Twitter handle for Steve is at Fezzik Sports. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. I got a bunch of podcasts. Ross Tucker football podcast today with Andrew Brandt was fantastic. I mean, he had a lot to say about the coronavirus with the NFL and the issues. Whew. That, that was a doozy on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Check it out. You can always make sure you're up to date on everything going on with all of our shows. At Ross Tucker Pod is the key. At Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Intern Casey is killing it on that thing. Well, I've been looking forward to this interview and this guest, Steve, for the last few weeks, ever since he reached out to me uh, with an email to Ross at RossTucker.com, and that is Jacob Wynn from Tripod Betting, which we'll get into that in a second. But first and foremost, Jacob is in Australia, 
and Jacob is a listener. So, Jacob, welcome to the show. You're on with Ross and Steve. It's a pleasure to be here. It's actually really surreal. Um, I hope you guys are well today. I, I've been a fan for many years, so um, Steve's kind of been an idol for me. And as you mentioned, I'm from the Tripod, and we do a weekly NRL breakdown podcast, which has basically been inspired uh, after years of listening to the Even Money podcast. All right, so first of all, I got to ask this. It's 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, which means it's 8.30 a.m. in Vegas, where Steve is, which means it's what time, wherever the heck you are in Australia right now? Yeah, I'm coming to you from Sunshine Coast in Australia, 1.30 a.m., but I'd do it any time of the day for you guys. Sunshine Coast in Australia. So, A, where is that? By the way, 1.30 a.m., that's unbelievable, but where is the Sunshine Coast? Just an hour north of Brisbane, uh, one of the main cities, so up in Queensland. Okay, so if you said Steve is kind of an idol of yours, considering I have done a lot better than Steve two out of the last three years in NFL betting, am I like a super idol? Like, how does that work? Well, I think it's true that like when you guys' powers combine and you come up with a best bet, that often those best bets records are um, phenomenal. And even this recent year, I can personally say thank you. I got, you guys were all over the Chiefs, um, you know, underperforming through the first few weeks for a lot of reasons. And I even got in Australia on an Australian bookie, got a decent bet on them at 12 to 1 just after that Tennessee loss. Um, and we got to pass that on to a few of our followers that the Chiefs were a good team to be on. And not only did it win, but it, that was a fun team to be backing. So that's awesome. And two more thoughts. I'm obviously joking. Steve should be your idol. Steve is the man. And you are right. It does seem like, and we've got the statistics on it, our best bets have been really, really good. I mean, we've both done a good job overall throughout the show. But then when it's a best bet, that's when we really nail it. But I got to give you, Steve, the credit for the Chiefs, even after Mahomes got hurt, even after everything that went down, you stayed on the Chiefs, Steve, the whole time. Yeah, and the Chiefs really were a perfect storm where Mahomes was banged up with the ankle and he re-aggravated that ankle injury and home losses to Indy and Houston. And then, of course, with the kneecap as well. And then amazingly, uh, we referenced it, the game against Tennessee where the Chiefs had a 98% chance to win that game at the end of the game in Tennessee territory up five of their special teams unit botched the field goal. And somehow they lost that game. And that really was a great example of buying low after the chiefs lost their fourth game. So I'm curious, Jacob, how did you hear about the podcast in the first place? I'm always fascinated that there's a guy on the sunshine coast in Australia that listens to the even money podcast every week. Like how did that happen? You know, it's so many years ago, but definitely just from a fascination in betting, which a lot of Australians love their love their betting. Um, and I was in that from an early age, even having, you know, um, guardians put bets on for me long before I could turned 18. Um, and then just really enjoying the, the sport of NFL once it was shown on TV in Australia. Um, my co-host, Alex, actually, he was a professional tennis player who then got a college degree, went to Boise State right at the time they had that super college team. So he got into it as well. 
And I guess then I became a fan of podcasts and just searching, you know, NFL betting podcasts. I think I stumbled upon you guys and it was just like stumbling upon gold. I've listened ever since. Wow, that is really cool. So the one thing you said there is that in Australia, you got people placing bets in your name before you were 18. How does that work? <laughs> well, I don't want to get anyone into trouble, but I mean, um, you've got to be at least 18 to, this was even before really there were online bookmakers. So you had the, you know, a betting shop um, that someone could walk into and place a paper ticket. And um, I might've been the one making the selections. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Kind of like in high school when my buddies would get somebody to go in and buy beer for them at the beer store. <laughs> exactly. The betting is Got equivalent. it. Okay. That that makes sense. All right. So so you got in the NFL because of your your partner in Boise State. That's kind of when you got into the NFL? Well, we both just kind of each really enjoyed the sport and loved watching it. And the great thing for NFL is is it starts up right around when our football leagues finish. So it just gives you that fix of that, you know, contact sport and just a high-level sport to watch and to bet on over the Australian summer. Got it. And you guys literally started this podcast, Tripod Betting, which is a, a national rugby league podcast. You literally started it because you listen to Even Money podcast and you want to do something similar for the national rugby league. Yeah, basically, it was like each weekend we would call each other and talk about which teams we were going to bet on and why. And we were both big fans of, of Even Money and um, a couple other podcasts that, that Steve's been on. And and we said, you know, there really is nothing like this in Australia. Well, well, maybe we should just record it. But we really just recorded it for fun at first because we'd be sharing our tips with mates. And they kept on – we kept on winning, luckily. But they kept on saying, how did you pick that team? Like, why did you pick that? Because we'd often pick a team that you wouldn't expect. And that's kind of things that we've learned from you guys, that you don't always take the obvious. And it just kind of it just kind of grew from there where friends sent it to other friends. And then we made a Facebook page and it's just continued to grow. Okay. So then – that makes sense. I get it. So it, I went to a Sydney Waratahs game when I was in Sydney. Is that rugby league or rugby union? Yeah, so that's rugby union. So it does get confusing because the sport itself is called rugby league. This is what probably more popular in Australia, but rugby union is more popular worldwide. That's the one with the Rugby World Cup. Got it. So I think it's crazy. Like, it's not that big of a country, Steve. And they've got Australian rules football. They've got rugby league and they've got rugby union. Isn't that kind of crazy, Steve? It's a pretty large country, Ross. I got to tell you, when I, I look at internationally at the number of just basketball teams in a country like France, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and by the way, I'm getting a kick out of like some of the um, references to like like Brisbane, like like Americans geographically are so hurting in terms of their knowledge. I would imagine less than five percent could find Brisbane um, on an Australia map, but it is of course on the far east coast. Looks like a lovely town. So here's what I don't understand, though, Jacob. Twenty five million people in Australia. Okay, and you have three essentially like football leagues, you know, two different rugby leagues and then Aussie rules, which is was at the AFL, ARL. What is Aussie rules? No, you're right. Yep. Aussie rules. 
also known as the AFL, Australian Football League. And I mean, we even play soccer here and the team makes the World Cup every four years. I guess the only way to explain it is people are sports mad in Australia. Got it. All right. Um, So let's start with what you've noticed from rugby league so far in terms of coming off of COVID-19, starting up a physical league, like what, how has COVID-19 affected the competition this year as far as what you've seen? Well, the competition started in March and they were slightly concerned about COVID, but they went ahead, they got two rounds in and then it just became too many concerns with, with spreading the virus and just, and just around the country. So it had to get shut down. It was shut down for about 10 weeks and it's just resumed. Um, we've, got, we've just gotten in three rounds in the last three weeks. Um, so the players basically were in limbo for a while there, kind of just having to all self-isolate, train from home, you know, Zoom meeting their team, similar to probably what a lot of the players on NFL rosters are doing now. And then they had a kind of a, a one-month mini camp and then got back into the games. And, um, I mean, one thing you did notice straight away was teams that probably had better roster continuity – did better, hit the ground running with the shorter disrupted preparation time. Um, And also teams that generally had a more disciplined program, the players that could be trusted left to their own devices. And, you know, the team like the New England Patriots would come to mind where you, you would imagine that those players would be definitely making sure they're, they're still getting all their work in and getting all their preparation in when they, when they show up, when they have to show up face to face. So, Steve, that kind of backs up what we've talked about in terms of continuity being at a premium this year. Yeah, absolutely. So five NFL teams with brand new coaches and five teams with new quarterbacks. And so that continuity, of course, a concern. And the Carolina Panthers certainly stand out with an unproven uh, NFL new head coach and Todd Rule, Teddy Bridgewater comes in, and the Panthers have the least amount of continuity, less than 50% of the snaps taken for uh, returning starters, or I'm sorry, for returning players this year. So they would stand out as a team that doesn't has zero continuity versus or limited continuity versus other teams. So, what about are, are they playing in front of fans or empty stadiums? And how much typically of an advantage has home field advantage been in NRL? And what has it been so far after the virus? Yeah, good question. It depends from team to team because you have like multiple teams that might be based in one city that may even share stadiums. So there's not really a huge home advantage when those teams play each other because there's no travel and the the fans can get tickets if they want to go along. So there may not be a massively partisan crowd. But when travel is involved, we typically say home field advantage in in the rugby league is worth about two and a half points. And we haven't had fans at the game since they've returned uh three weeks ago they're talking about bringing fans in i think maybe two or three thousand at first and just last week i think they opened up the corporate suites but we would typically halve that home field advantage so you've still got the advantage of you know not having to travel when you play at home and that your opponent does but you don't have that loud crowd that in the rugby league it makes a big difference because and i'm sure it does in nfl as well just with the way a crowd can can energize a team and also influence critical referee decisions. 
Oh, that's interesting, Steve. I hadn't thought about influencing critical referee decisions. Do you think that happens in the NFL, Steve? I think it happens more in college basketball. I don't think it happens much at all in the NFL. I think that um, you got professionals there that um, are, are, are used to the crowd. You know, I, I think you might see more penalties called on the road team, but I think that's more inspired by linemen. You can relate to this, Ross, not being able to hear the snap count and jumping off sides when uh, the crowd's really loud, right? Correct. That That's by far the biggest advantage of, of the crowd noise um, in the NFL, in my mind. Do um, Are there similar principles for the NFL that apply to the NRL, whether it's like the bye week or – uh, you mentioned travel a little bit, home underdogs, situational spots, things like that. Oh, absolutely. So I think if I'm, you know, if you ever listen to our podcast, a bit of it, like if we talk about the style of play or personnel, you're going to be a bit lost, but you would relate to a lot of the concepts that we look at each week. And I actually think that the NRL down in Australia is probably years behind the sophistication of the NFL market. I think just because you have so many more people watching NFL, so many more smart people betting into it, that these kind of principles that used to make great money, like whatever, like a big uh, double-digit home underdog or something, it may still be slight value, but probably not the value it used to be. And I've found in the rugby league, it's getting harder and harder to beat every year but for sure i mean a buy is valuable rest um you know the recency bias that people have of um wanting to bet on what they saw last teams that are more motivated than others in, in certain weeks um so for sure people wanting to bet more more overs than unders um and and taking short favorites and things like that lots of the principles still apply so speaking of principles applying have you taken anything from me or Steve or the Even Money podcast and used it in NRL betting to your advantage? For sure. I think um, one of the things I, I learned at first, you at first you think you know it all when you're watching sport and betting on it. Then you soon realize when you, why you're losing that you the, the obvious outcome does not make money because everyone knows the obvious and um, there's a reason why you know they keep building those casinos in, in Vegas. And I think I learned from you guys like that – Every, te- every team does not play their best every week. And there's lots of things that happen in a game beyond the score. And um, so it really is key to not overreact and to kind of look a little bit deeper. And a lot of those principles that you talked about, like big motivation spots being key, like because the rugby league is a similar sport to NFL in the way that it's obviously a combination of skill and athleticism, but because of the physicality, if one team is just hungrier and, and, and more physical on the day, they can beat a superior opponent. So um, have have guys, have players been getting the virus at all? You said they've come back for three rounds. Have any players gotten it? And, like, how are they handling that if a guy does get it, uh, does get the virus? How long do they have to be out? Do they have, like, a special reserve list? for guys that they can call up if somebody gets it? What's been the experience there so far? 
Yeah, there's very low number of cases, so none of the players have caught it, but they are taking a lot of precautions. Um, I think every player is testing their temperature before they're turning up to training each day, and there have been players who've been scratched, including the best player in the league got scratched on the day of a game because his temperature was higher than the threshold, so he didn't fly for the game that day. And there was another player, he didn't catch the virus, but he had a child at a school that had a case or just a possible scare of a case. And the whole match was postponed 24 hours till he could be cleared and he still had to quarantine. So it has thrown extra uncertainty. They're taking all the great precautions, but any player who obviously could have no injury flags could just be out on any given day, really. Holy cow. Did you say that because a player's kid had it or someone at a player's kid's school had it, that they they postponed the whole game 24 hours? Yeah, that's right. They're, they're playing it extra safe. Oh, my gosh. Steve, if they do that in America with what's going on with the virus right now and with everybody's kids going back to school, I mean, I don't know if they'll ever play a game. You know, it's um, really remarkable to me how the projections have changed on the COVID. And, you know, back in March, we looked at those tails and how, oh, they're going to be, you know, trending back down towards zero by July. And this is, um, it's a major concern about the return of sports in America. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get everything, you know, up and running on all the major sports, but it's still, you know, certainly no certainty that, uh, that that's going to occur. Absolutely crazy. What about um, anything else, Jacob, in particular to COVID that we should know before the NFL season? Anything? I mean, you, you gave us obviously some things about continuity and the more disciplined teams. Anything else specific NFL betting advice that we can take based on what you've seen from the COVID response in the NRL? Well, um, maybe once the teams do start playing again, especially if they get less preseason games and a shorter um, mini camp or preseason camp, you might really be able to tell in the first couple of weeks which teams are taking this very seriously and which teams are still very driven to perform well compared with which teams are looking for excuses and just, you know, going to take the easy way out you've kind of already touched on a few things you guys are going to be well aware of figuring out how to downgrade home advantage for the loud stadiums and just on that um uncertainty with player personnel i guess you factor that in um with your betting i don't know if it means you're taking more underdogs money line or you want to hold off on betting until right before kickoff um because you can be certain who's actually going to play in that game got it okay and then what about in-game betting? Do they have in-game betting in the NRL? You can in-game bet for sure. And I mean, another great thing about the NRL, we've got 16 teams. And so there's eight games every week and none of them are on at the same time. So they take place from Thursday night through to Sunday evening. So you can watch every game live one after the other, um, which is great for an NRL fan. And, and as you guys would know, just being able to watch every game can really help give you great insight um, into into what these teams are all about and you can bet in game and um, again it, it has similarities to NFL in that 
teams that get up big sometimes get conservative while the team that is down, you know, gets a bit more aggressive and that can lead to comebacks. But it's also similar in that um, time of possession is important. So I know, I understand, of course, you've got offense and defense in the NFL and, um, you know, defenses get tired if they're on the field for too long. With rugby league, it's the same players that are out there the whole game, but it is a lot more taxing defending compared to attacking with the football. So if you get a possession disparity, there gets a point where it just becomes too much. The fatigue sets in and you even get a bit of a give up factor. And that's where you can get the scoreline blowing out. Steve, I know I've asked this before. What in-game betting is available in the U.S. right now? And what, if any, do you do? Yeah, it becomes more and more prevalent each and every year. You know, I got to tell you, my ears perked up when I heard that the schedule is staggered and the games aren't at the same time because, frankly, the best opportunities in-game in the NFL are Sunday night and Monday night and Thursday night football because pretty much every book, not every book, but um, the majority of the books are dealing with every timeout uh, in-game wagering and that really represents um, a great opportunity to um, be able to not only bet your opinions, but the difference between the lines, Ross. It would not be unusual that you might see a team, uh, well, certainly a total of a game being anywhere from 38 to 36 at different books during a low-scoring game that um, is being dealt. And so those different numbers being dealt um, gives the better great opportunity in live wagering where right before the game kicks off, the whole uh, universe might be dealing that game, say, at, ex- at exactly 40. Jacob, what, what, do you, what do you bet NFLs like? How, like? how much do you bet on the NFL compared to what you bet on the NRL? You obviously listen to us. You obviously bet the NFL. So take us through your, your NFL betting uh, a little bit. Do you have a team or is this strictly uh, about betting? Well, I actually have never really adopted an NFL team. I was a big Denver Nuggets fan in, in the NBA, which I love as well. Then I thought I should really stick to one NFL team and support the Denver Broncos, and they won the Super Bowl that same year. And then I felt guilty to say I followed them. So I really do just follow who I bet on. Um, like I said, we don't have our football leagues on when the NFL is playing, so I do like to bet it. But I do understand I don't have the same edge as I do with rugby league. And like I said before, I think it's an even harder sport to beat. Um, I mean, you guys do an amazing job, but even you you guys obviously know as well, it's, it's an incredibly hard sport to beat. Even um, the people who are the very best in the world are only going to have a slight, you know, few percentage point margins better than, I guess, your break-even point. So there is an edge to get in the NFL that – you don't have in the NRL. Me and Steve, this podcast, we are the edge, Jacob. We we are the edge. We're giving you the edge. Well, I feel like you guys get me up to 52.38% just by listening. And then if I get on the correct best bets and I can get a good line in Australia, and sometimes that could be an advantage too, where the Australian bookies may not move as quickly um, on, and not necessarily move every market as swiftly as they should when something happens in the U.S. So there have been opportunities here getting stale numbers or or lagging numbers and especially tailing your guys' best bets. Okay, so here's the last question, Jacob. Let's say we've got people that want to watch something physical, want to watch a sport, 
They want to bet on it. How can they watch NRL in the United States? And how can they listen to your show to listen to who they should bet on? So I have heard that uh, Fox Sports in America gets at least one game a week. So people can check their local guides for sure. Um, There is a website called watchnrl.com, which I used when I was on holiday in Europe. And that's really awesome. You can, you know, it's a small subscription per week, but you can access all the games and you can get them on demand. So that's the unfortunate thing. These games that take place in the evening and afternoon in Australia are early morning Uh, in the States, but if you can get it on demand, you can still enjoy it. Or even if you bet on it and then just watch extended highlights, you might enjoy that. Um, And to follow us, just search tripod with a Y, uh, T-R-Y-P-O-D-N-R-L. You find us on Facebook, our website, um, got a podcast as well. Um, As I said, in the kind of similar style to Even Money, where we each do our own handicap, we come together. And when we agree, that's when we have a best bet. And Um, starting out as well we release power rankings and that's kind of our baseline for how we would handicap a game again inspired by Steve who I think has the best power ratings anyone in the planet for NFL and if you look at the difference in two teams power ratings that's going to give you an idea of how we see the game and you can go from there making your own assessments if you enjoy watching it so considering you've taken the podcast format directly from us and the power ratings directly from Steve what is our kickback for your NRL betting for your NRL win winnings? What do we? What's the percentage that we get for every everything we've done for you guys over the years? Well, I tell you what, I owe a lot to you guys, and honestly, <laughs> I'm pinching myself that I'm here right now talking to you. And I do owe you. And how about I give you a couple of tips for upcoming uh, round six in the NRL? We can start with that if you want. Oh man, I I I don't need that. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I look, look, you coming on at 1.30 a.m. Brisbane time or Brisbane? Like a lot of people think um, they don't know what it's Sydney. A lot of people think it's Melbourne around here, Jacob. It's not, it's Melbourne. See? I'm like basically wow, I'm an Australian expert. Did you hear that? Melbourne. <laughs> I know it's not Melbourne, it's Melbourne. So, boom, Melbourne, Brisbane, not Brisbane. I got it, man. I'm I'm on it. Jacob, you you're awesome. I love the accent always. Anytime we can get uh an Aussie on the show, and it's just so cool to hear that you're kind of replicating what we're doing here in the States down there with the NRL in Australia. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for coming on the show. My absolute pleasure, guys. Appreciate your time. Thank you guys. Another epic show in the books. By the way, if you listen to the show, you like to go at people. You like to have a little skin in the in the game. Go to fantasypoints.com. Please use the code FEAST, all caps. Then go ahead, send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and say, I want to take you down, Ross and Joe Dolan, in the Fantasy Feast best ball draft. Going to announce three more winners tomorrow, two more winners next week. To go against Joe and I in the June best ball draft. What have you got, homie? Damn, homie. I thought you said you was the man, homie. What's that from, Bride? You know? Nope. No guess. Okay. That's from like a that's from a rap song. I could I could Google it, but it's damn homie. I thought you said you were anyway. Uh point is is go to fantasypoints.com. 
Put in the code FEAST, all caps FEAST. Send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and come get some. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.